Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. This episode of Remodel Revolution is brought to us by Total Air and Heat, North Dallas's premier heating and air conditioning company. Give them a call. 972-881-0020 or contact them at TotalAir.com today. Welcome to another episode of Remodel Revolution. We're here at the Remodel Revolution World Headquarters, right here deep in the heart of the great state of Texas. We're going to have a fantastic show today. I've invited my friend Puna Patel to co-host with me for the whole show. It's another treat that uh, I don't get often enough. I really enjoy Poonam, and she's a, a young, upcoming architect and designer, and she has got a lot of things to say. And so I want to say welcome to you this morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. And we are going to talk about a few things today that uh, Poonam and I have uh, had lots of discussions about uh, dealing with clients and selections and all the things that we have to go through as a contractor and as an architect designer, which she is. Poonam is the owner of Urban Loop Studio in Dallas, Texas. Uh, so if you're ever looking for a really fantastic young architect, this is the, the lady to call. And uh, our first episode, our first uh, deal today is going to be our, of course, our weekly news flash. And that's brought to us by Panoramic Doors. Um, what happens, Poonam, when a married couple with different last names calls and make an, makes an appointment at different times? This happened to me this week. This was so funny. So I'm, I'm, uh, my phone rings, right? And this lady, she says, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I want you to come look at redoing a master bathroom. And I go, fantastic. And we make an appointment. About five minutes later, of my, of my phone rings again, and it's a, it's a man this time. And he says, hey, I was wondering if you could come to my house on such and such a street, and it was the same street, <laughs> and, look, and look at doing a master bathroom. And I went, yeah, sure, you know. Well, they had different last names. So I didn't know. So I made an appointment with her for the next day and the appointment with him for about three days later. <laughs> That's awesome. and, I, and so I called my wife and I said, it's a great day, man. They're calling me two at a time. It's good. We got two. <laughs> and so the next day I went to the appointment and I met with the wife, right? And the husband's there. And we realized that they had both made an appointment with and I said, you know, you ruined my day. I thought I was, <laughs> I thought I hit a home run. So that was pretty interesting. Have you ever had anything like that happen? I have. Really? I, I had a situation where the wife paid me and so did the husband. 
So I had double the amount of money I needed. And did you tell on them? Did you tell the husband that the wife had already paid you? Well, I had to ask a question. I said, you know, is this, is this what's happening here? Bonus. Yeah. It was a bonus. No, no. (laughs) You have to give it back. (laughs) No, I, 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 I can't think of any time that I've been overpaid or, they're, they're a lot more careful with me than that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was really interesting. And it, it, it kind of speaks to sort of the uh, times we're in where people are married and they have different last names. Or I, I'm assuming they're married anyway. But, I mean, this was an older couple. So uh, I got a real kick out of that. I thought that was so funny. And that brings me to my next subject. We... Um, we're going to talk a little later in the show, but I'm going to just go ahead and jump into this now because it, it was the same client. So uh, Poonam and I wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, making selections and the process of making selections when you're talking to your designer, architect, or builder, particularly the designer and the builder who are really re- usually responsible for making the selections or getting them and putting them in, that kind of thing. So um, this, this lady and I are discussing fixtures and she hands me a list and it's a fixture list of all of the plumbing fixtures that she wants in these two bathrooms and I um, but but at the same time told me that there was something she didn't like about the way they worked right and she goes so you know if you can find something that's the same thing just substitute it I don't really care and I said no No, no, we're not going to do that. And I explained to her that there is a very specific, usually a very specific reason that somebody makes a selection, particularly women, particularly with plumbing appliances, because a lot of times it's about style, the texture, the metal, the, the way it feels, sometimes the way it sounds. What's your experience? There are so many, so many options out there, and clients have an opportunity to pick which one they want. And there's, it makes me feel uncomfortable to select on the behalf of a client because sometimes it's functional reasons. I have a client uh, who is having a progressive Parkinson's situation. So in that situation, they, they're being very conscious about if they want a faucet with two handles or just one that's going to be easier to shut on and off mm-hmm. in the future. Um, sometimes it's about aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they some, some want a higher gooseneck to be able to wash larger pots. And quality as well. You know, sometimes parts are really, they come inexpensive, but you get what you pay for. They're painted pieces that where the paint eventually chips off. And then there's higher quality materials that'll last where you can ding them around with pots and pans in there. Nothing's going to happen with them. Well, and they're, you're, well, essentially what happens is they mimic each other. So the, the cheaper brand will mimic the more expensive brand. And that's because they know they can sell it at the big box store cheaper. And uh, people will buy it like crazy because that's what they do. Thinking that all things are equal. But they're not. They're not. No, they're not. So this lady, you know, she was telling me this, and and I said, and so I went over to her her kitchen faucet, which was a different shape than I'd seen before. I mean, 
this was a brand I wasn't familiar with, and probably the reason why is because it's a little different than normal. And so I said, well, um, if you're telling other people, if you're interviewing other people, you're telling them all to this same thing you just told me, who knows what you're going to get? So don't do that. Just, just price it. Have everybody price the same thing. And then if it's a comes down to a price issue, then you can make a, a judgment on whether you want to change brands or, or whatever you want to do there. But really analyze the reason that you like something. There's a reason that you picked it. I mean, it's not all it. Now, if the husband picks it, it's because it was cheaper to him. A faucet's a faucet. I mean, that's pretty much right, isn't it? It's right, but it shouldn't be. Well, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're the ones that are going to have to fix the toilets later. Might as well get one that you don't have to maintenance. That, as or often. complain to me because of the price <laughs> of fixing it. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, that's I totally, I totally get that. Uh, but. There, particularly if you have like the houses that you and I work in that are really high-end homes, and there's there's a specific style of design that you've used. You might be in transitional, or you you could be traditional, whatever it is. Uh, there's a specific style, and so you will make the, these selections based on that often, and and it can be the finish. Now I, I had an interesting discussion with an architect. We're, we're putting together a bathroom, and he actually wanted me to offset the shower head. Over there. It's a tub-shower combination, so you had a tub spout underneath the shower head. And he wanted me to offset the shower head because he said that the water would, from the shower head would drip down on the tub faucet and actually have a negative effect on the, ultimately, you know, in time, on the color of that faucet, or it would put some sort of water stains on or something. And I'd never heard that before. I'd never had a had an architect say that to me. And so there's all these reasons that these decisions are made and you need to really kind of analyze why are you making them and do you really want someone else making that decision for you? I couldn't agree more. I think you have an opportunity to make your home the way that you would like it. And just like anything else, you have to do some research, figure out what's a good quality, what are the functional options, what are the aesthetic options available to you, and be able to curate an environment within your home that, that suits your taste instead of feeling like you're in some foreign hotel room every time that yeah. doesn't work for your needs. Right, right, exactly. And so, it, and, and it's not all about the cost. I mean, it has something to do with it. Obviously, for most, almost, almost all of us, it always comes down to cost. Okay, let's let's move on from all that stuff. Let's talk about our this week's conservation tip because I know this is near and dear to your heart, right? Because do you you have a yard? I do. Do you do you mow it? I have before. You have really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well. Uh, this week's we've been doing a conservation tip each week, uh, leading up primarily to the summertime because that's when we need to be really conscious of all the things that we're doing to our environment, particularly water, uh, re uh, recycling, all the things that when we get active. And this week's conservation tip is on helping keep the air clean. So if you've seen the Dallas skyline on a a windless, warm day, 
I don't care what time it used to be just in the summer. Now it doesn't matter what time of year. It's got this beautiful amber glow to it that it's, it's not supposed to have. And, and it's, you know, there's obvious reasons. There's like millions of people living here now and there's all kinds of stuff going on. But one of the things that I have become obsessed with now in particularly now that uh, I've moved from a, a house that was on a couple of acres. I got tired of taking care of it. I moved into the city, so I'm closer to my neighbors. And I hate lawnmowers. <laughs> Gas-powered lawnmowers, I hate them. And leaf blowers. If I never hear another leaf blower again, what's wrong with a rake? Use a rake. That's what we grew up That's what I grew up with, a rake. Okay, so are you trying to decide... Whether to purchase a new lawnmower, consider using electric lawn equipment, and here's why. The EPA statistics on gas mowers is really, really interesting. Gas mowers represent 5% of the U.S. air pollution. 5%, that's a lot, just from mowers. Can you believe that? It's incredible. Um, gas mower, here's some, some other pollution facts. Of course, we know they're noisy. We know they're noisy. Sometimes I have to remind my wife, honey, it's like 9 a.m. I'm trying to sleep. What are you doing mowing this early in the morning? I mean, do you ever hear, does your husband gripe at you when you're mowing the yard? I'm still stuck at the fact that your wife is mowing the lawn for you. I think she <laughs> deserves a compliment, don't you? <laughs> Not if she wakes me up. <laughs> Boo-hoo, Alex. <laughs> so I thought, I thought, you know, just to make her life easier, I would get her an electric lawnmower. Yeah, it's quieter. And, and, it, won't, and it won't disturb me as much. So here's, a, here's a, how is, um, I'm going to make my argument to her why she needs an electric lawnmower instead of a gas lawnmower. Um, here's a fact. One hour of mowing and this is with a gas mower, is the equivalent of driving 350 miles in terms of volatile organic compounds. One hour mowing with a lawnmower. That's unbelievable. One gas mower spews 87 pounds of greenhouse gas, CO2, and 54 pounds of other pollutants into the air every year. One more. Uh, over 17 million gallons of gas are spilled each year uh, while refueling lawn and garden equipment, more oil than was spilled in the Exxon Valdez. Each weekend, about 54 million Americans mow their lawns using 800 million gallons of gas per year and producing tons of air pollutants, garden equipment engines, which have had unregulated emissions until the late 1990s emit high levels of carbon monoxide, volatile organic compounds, and nitrogen oxides, producing a five, producing up to five percent of the nation's air pollution. These gas-powered lawnmowers have got to go. <laughs> now you go well. If you use electric, you're still producing the electricity. That's right, but you can produce electricity cleanly. You can't run a gas-powered lawnmower cleanly. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, a new 
gas-powered lawnmower produces volatile organic compounds and nitrogen oxide emissions, air pollution in one hour of operation as 11 new cars, each being driven for one hour. Now, I'm going to buy my wife a new cordless lawnmower. Isn't that nice? I think that's fantastic. I mean, if I, like, like for Valentine's. No, no. No? No. Just not a gift. Just Not a gift? Not a gift. Not, you know, I, <laughs> I bought her a vacuum for Christmas one year. And, I, and I, gentlemen, especially young guys, don't buy your wife a vacuum for Christmas. Make sure it's like her birthday or some other reason. But Christmas, no. That's right. That's good advice, no. right? No, nope. No vacuums. No vacuums. <laughs> you can buy them, just not as a gift. Just not. Oh, okay. Just not as a gift. Okay, I yeah, get it. Yeah, it's for the okay. house. It's a gift for the house. Oh, oh, oh! I see. It's a couple gift. A couple's gift. It's not a wife gift. Correct. Yeah, it's like Santa. Okay. I yeah, got a it. wife. A gift for your wife for Valentine's <laughs> would be like a spa date. A spa or day. something that she enjoys doing. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as she'll reciprocate, I'm fine with that. I. She's mowing the lawn. Man, That's reciprocating. Man likes a little spa day too, you know. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would get my nails done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.